0: The Interrobang Podcast is brought to you by Simply Financial. Flex on your Ax bank with up to $700 from Simply Financial. Visit simply.com today. Conditions apply.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Interrobang Podcast. I am your new host for this week, Ben-Hariatha. How's life been treating you lately? Hey, thanks for joining us this week on the show. We have a fun and hopefully insightful episode coming up. First, here's what's making news at Fanshawe this week. So, are you ready to vote on October 24th? Do you even know how to vote? Worry not, because we've got you covered. The municipal election is fast approaching, and your voice is important and should be heard. All you'll need when it comes time to vote is a piece of ID that has your name and address. This applies if you're not from London, too. Just bring a lease or a transcript, and you should be good to go. Fanshawe will also be hosting advanced polling on the 11th, so get out there and get your voice heard. Next up, Fanshawe will be hosting its first in-person open house since 2019. The event will take place October 29th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Volunteer opportunities are also available for any current student as well. Anne Hamilton, Acting Manager of Domestic Recruitment at Fanshawe, says people are really excited to be able to engage with our facilities, our faculty, and our students in person once again. More information on the open house can be found at www.fanshawc.ca/openhouse. Finally, last week, Fanshawe hosted a week of events commemorating the National Day of Truth and Reconciliation on September 30th. Lessons on what reconciliation looks like in different settings, book signings, talks on Indigenous knowledge, and more were all held. The college shared some of the institutional actions it's currently taking as well, such as assisting the 326 self-identified first-year Indigenous students with the transition into post-secondary. For the full stories and others like it, visit our website at www.theinterrobang.ca. This week on the podcast, we have someone who is no stranger to our show. This will mark her ninth appearance on the podcast. She's one of Interrobang's video reporters, currently studying TV news at Fanshawe, and a good friend of mine. Welcome, Kate Otterbein. All right, Kate. Welcome to the welcome back to the podcast, I guess for you, and uh, welcome to me hosting for me.
0: Hi, thanks for having me. It's a little bit of a different dynamic, but I mean, old pals back together.
1: Of course, yeah. It's just like <laughs> it's like uh, it's like we're back in school. It's great. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I'm hosting this week because uh, I'm I'm a special little guy and I get hosting privileges every <laughs> once in a while. So
0: <laughs> sounds great to me. I'm pleased to be your co-host or your guest. I guess I'm.
1: I shouldn't. I, could, I, I think. I think reporter rates I feel like I could give it a co-host designation.
0: Okay, I'll. Take I feel that. like I, I feel like reporter
1: rates is like a co-host.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense.
1: Because it's like we're both we we're both leading the direction of the podcast. I'd say as opposed to like the more traditional style where it's like an interview
0: this is true this is true yes i do have some tangents every now and then that takes things into a completely different direction
1: (laughs) hey and i mean tangents is tangents is what makes it fun exactly a a podcast without tangents it's like you know that's a newscast yeah literally then you're just a a guy talking in a room and it's kind of (laughs) sad so how's uh how's your day been
0: it's been good. he has been busy. I feel like I've been very busy lately, but I mean, that's that's the grind, right?
1: That is the grind. In fact, today it's it's weird for me because I went from being like insanely busy to uh, just having nothing to do <laughs> in the span of like a day. Because uh, I had so many stories that I needed written for this upcoming his- issue, the mental health issue, and the last one I needed to submit was like the deadline was yesterday. And so that submitted the, and then, yeah, now today I'm like,
0: I got nothing I'm doing.
1: It's really I feel weird. That.
0: I feel like it's more extreme for you because obviously you're full time and not s- still in school, but I feel the same because like the off weeks I E right now, um, it feels very like, what do I do with myself? <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, I think the the last off week, I literally it was it was insane. I just sat and did nothing like I was I was in the office and I'm like, I was setting stuff up for like interview for like this week. But like, that doesn't take that long, you know?
0: No, yeah, it takes a couple minutes, send a few emails. If they get back to you, great.
1: Yeah, if they get back to you, whatever, you know, if they don't. Mm -hmm. So your day's been good. And other than being busy, that's good. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. What do, you, what do you got coming up in the next uh, article? I mean, next, next issue.
0: Issue. What is that issue? That Mental is... health. Oh, in the oh, the one that, okay. To me, I'm already in the next issue we're printing because I submitted. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. It's the one that prints this Friday. So the day you're hearing this, um, I have an article about what to do if you're lacking motivation and how to overcome that. Um, research-based a little bit of my input because surprise surprise I have no motivation right now because I'm just running around like a chicken with my head cut off so that is fun (laughs) that's
1: relatable honestly that's
0: yeah I feel like I feel like with everybody now because we've done nothing but sit in our rooms in our houses for the last two years basically it's exhausting to go out and do things And that's where I'm at, because everything just ramped up 100% to what it used to be. And even though we were kind of hybrid last year, we were mainly online still. And it feels like I just went zero to 100 and I just am burnt out of like I have no gas left in the tank.
1: Oh, yeah, especially because, I mean, you're you're working for Interobank and you're still doing school also.
0: And at my other job, too.
1: (laughs) And your other jobs. Yeah. Yeah, like that's. It's a lot. That's insane. I imagine that's not exactly great on the old noggin.
0: No, it's not. And I mean, I know I have recognized that I need to make some changes in my schedule, but I feel like I'm always just like, you got to do the next thing because you got to get ahead in life. But I also saw a TikTok yesterday that was really, really good. And it was just saying, like, imagine when you're 80, you're sitting in your rocking chair. And you're like, wow, I was always going for it, going after the goals, milestones, but I never took a minute to just enjoy the journey and live in the present. Totally. And that kind of blew my mind because I'm like, I feel like that's what I'm doing right now. I'm constantly running around. I'm constantly trying to get the next milestone, trying to get that next, you know, degree in this point, whatever it is. And that's great. But you also need to slow down and smell the roses sometimes.
1: That is honestly, that's how I live my life is I had uh, there's just like a moment where I just realized that, like, you know what, I'm going to graduate. So I might as well, like, enjoy my time right now as opposed to, like, panicking about everything. So I just I take day life, you know, one day at a time. I wake up, I do my best that day and then I go to bed.
0: Now, how did you? do that though because my problem is like i don't know how to get into that mindset of like everything's okay i'm just constantly worrying about everything
1: so what it was for me is i don't know do you like like do you have like like a five-year plan (laughs)
0: like
1: this is like my plan for like the next year or so kind of deal
0: i guess i have like rough goals but it's not like set out in stone like what i want to do like i just i know you know for example i want to get into tv in the next five years kind of thing so like I yeah guess kind of but not really
1: yeah so what it was for me was i was in i was in computer science and my first year of college and then uh the pandemic hit right around the time of my second semester i was hating school um and like my plan originally was like you know, I'm going to do computer science, I'm going to graduate, I'm going to go into like IT, right? Good job, well paying whole nine yards. And I just I was like, man, I hate computer science. I'm not liking online learning. So I dropped out, took a summer to think about it went into journalism. And it was just kind of like in that, like, couple month period where I just wasn't really doing anything where I kind of realized that having a plan can just like really screw with your head. Because it's so easy for the world to just kind of for something to just get like thrown into your plan that you just don't expect that ruins everything.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: Right. And so I got to a point where I was just like, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to worry about like, what. where am I going to be in a year? I don't know. Something will happen. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just here along for the ride. And I take I take life a day at a time. I get what I need to get done per day because it's always like people are always like, Oh, I got so much stuff to do tomorrow. And it's like, okay, well, why are you worrying about it right now? That's a tomorrow thing.
0: I need this mindset. I need you to give me life training.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My, my partner is is always like, I don't, uh, he describes it as like you, it feels like you have something figured out that everyone else in the room doesn't. I don't know how to like describe it other than other than what he said but like i don't know it's just i i find life a lot more enjoyable when you ain't worrying about everything all the time
0: i i'm sure it would be enjoyable and i'm sure your cortisol levels are ideal
1: (laughs) i don't know what that even is
0: (laughs) that is your stress hormone
1: oh Um, cool
0: (laughs) yeah and i feel like yours is just like You're just coasting. You're just living life. You have stress when it's necessary, but you don't like stress out all the time. And I feel like we just we all need to learn from you.
1: (laughs) It Honestly, it's 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 a great way to live. Just like wake because one thing my dad would always say to me, too, is like uh, I'd get worried about stuff or I'd stress about stuff or I'd get angry about stuff. And he's like, is that stuff in your control? And I'd be like, well, no. And he goes, then why are you worrying about it? Right. You've done all you can. Like you see so many people, especially with school, where they'll submit like an assignment and they'll be like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to get a good grade, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, OK, well, you did your best on the assignment. You submitted it on time. You've done everything you can at this point. So like every now, everything else related to that assignment is out of your hands. So like whatever happens, happens. Just like take it, man
0: see I feel like I'm always told that by my mom too like let it go you can't do anything further but I still worry <laughs> I yeah still worry
1: the, the, the hard part is the is the figuring out of just like the uh is the figuring out how not to worry about that stuff yeah.
0: right? how do I control my anxiety so I don't worry
1: (laughs) yeah literally right i don't know something just clicked in me uh that i can't really describe that uh, like a couple years ago that i was just like
0: "Eh, yeah sure whatever (laughs) i feel like it's like you were ready for it because i feel like like most things you can't force it you need to be ready for it mentally and physically before you accept it it's kind of like relationships you know like I know a ton of people who have been in abusive relationships, and it, uh, no matter how much you say to them, like, oh, like, this is not good for you, it takes them realizing it to get out of that situation. And yeah. I know that's a little bit of a dark example. That's the only example I could think of, but I feel like you were just, you were ready to just live your best life. <laughs>
1: yes, exactly. And I am living my best life. Life is good. like we were talking about we're talking about mental health still uh so i want to flashback to our time in broadcast journalism at Fanshawe. Woohoo! same program you know same classes same everything so how did you like manage your mental health during school
0: i feel like i have the wrong answer for this um <laughs> and that's i didn't <laughs> like well okay i mean i, I did feel to like some that's, that's like an answer i did to some degree in the sense that like i took i mean i feel like it's hard to kind of explain because i did i did let it slack i will be the first to admit that i did not prioritize my mental health exactly how i should um but I tried to just take it day by day by the end of it. Like, and that's the, that's the example that I give to everybody um, who I'm asked to speak to, or I have spoken to in the past who were in first years. Like, how do you, how do you just like survive this program? And you kind of just have to take it day by day in the sense that like day by day, one assignment at a time. And that's kind of what I tried to do instead of worrying about it, you know, easier said than done. But also like I went down a huge mental health journey in the sense that I was going through counseling in the second year and I was talking to people about it because there's only so much you can do without professional help for some things and the level of stress and anxiety I was exp- I was experiencing was next level and I needed that professional input on like oh well you can do these to help ease your mind these exercises so i mean i i tried more in the second year than i did in the first to be honest with you but i mean we eventually kind of got there
1: (laughs) hey i mean finished product right you know we got there in the end no matter the means oh yeah (laughs) I, i i i'm i feel like there's such like a Uh, Is still like there's still like such like a stigma in the dirty word that is therapy, you know?
0: Yeah. And I feel like everybody says this, but I think everybody should do therapy. Even if you don't need like even if you're not struggling the worst you've ever struggled, it's still beneficial to talk to somebody who's not biased at all in any form of your life
1: totally i don't i don't even do therapy and i think everyone should do therapy i should you know take my own advice
0: oh I, for sure and there's so many resources these days too that like you know even if you don't you don't know of a um of a therapist or counselor in your area you know you can do it through your school you can even like there's websites that i know do it at discounted rates like i think i don't know much about better health but that is one that a lot of people talk about and it's like, there's so many resources.
1: There are it's like so many resources now. And I you know I know there's so many, you know, one of the better things to come out of the pandemic is that a lot of these, uh, a lot of therapy offices are doing, um, what is it, digital meetings now.
0: Yeah, that's like, how I do digital it. Digital
1: sessions. And it's it's great because now it's like, if I wanted to go start doing therapy, I wouldn't have to leave my house. You know, I don't have a car. So, getting anywhere in uh, the car centric city that is London, Ontario, is (laughs) a pain. Right. So, I can do it. I can do it from home. I don't have to get, you know, dressed up and fancy like I can just kind of put on a hoodie and call it a day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I do mine completely virtual right now because I, so, another thing that I think we should talk about is it is okay to not get along or not like a counselor's way of trying to help you um and I went through that I went through oh goodness two or three counselors before I found the one that I have now and I absolutely love my counselor now he is so amazing and just like gets it (laughs) you know like I mean I'm not saying that other people don't get it but he he embraces my humor when I'm just like because sometimes you just need to crack a joke when you're feeling super heavy he embraces that he's super nice but he's also an hour away like he is back home where I'm from and so I can't go to his office to talk to him so we do it completely over a zoom like platform it's a special platform that like keeps locked in so nobody can like listen in or something um but it's amazing
1: That's yeah, I I I, I, so many people I know are like, they had one bad experience with therapy, and they just are like, I refuse to go back. And I'm like, you do realize there's like other therapists, right? (laughs) It's like the equivalent of like, I went to a restaurant once and had a bad experience. I'm never (laughs) going to a restaurant again. Like,
0: (laughs) that's kind of funny that you say it that you put it that way, because it's a good way to think about it. I feel like I was kind of the same. Because so my first therapist ghosted me. Really? Yeah. Like I tried to book another appointment. Well, okay. Maybe my first mistake was asking for an interview for an an assignment with this person. Um, But then I asked for an appointment afterwards and they just ghosted me. They just never responded to me. And I don't know what that means, whether they no longer work there or they were just done with me. I'm not sure. But so I had such like trust issues (laughs) going to the next counselor And then the next counselor was like, oh, well, I'm only short term. So we have three sessions. And then she's basically like, have a good life. And I'm like, what?
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Like, hey, wait, I'm not I'm not better yet.
0: Yeah, I'm not fixed yet. Please come back.
1: (laughs) You just kind of put some duct tape on the problem and called it a day, you know?
0: (laughs) It was just so bizarre. But I mean, now I'm with someone great. So
1: (laughs) good I mean glad it glad it ended up working out
0: I feel like I've just such a messy like a messy history of counselors because like how did that happen
1: (laughs) literally yeah it's some wild wild things to have happened I think I think I think another conversation that needs to be had is like the like how poor school especially post-secondary is set up for like students mental health. It's like bad.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I've never really thought about that until now, to be honest with you, though, because like I feel like I'm just always caught up in it and this is how it is. But you're right. You're totally right.
1: (laughs) It's 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 like awful. I was talking to one of my buddies and I won't say which program he's in, but like he was telling me that like something like 90 percent of the students in the program currently, and it's a big program, are on part time schooling. Because they just can't handle the course load. They can't handle, like, the full-time course load is something like nine classes.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Right? So they're all on part-time because they can't do nine classes, possibly have a job, and maintain a social life, and, you know, get all your extra stuff done. Because it's never, you know, it's never you're just going to, you know, your... 20 hours of class a week and then you're done. There's always stuff on top of that. Mhm. Right? So it's it's it, there is I feel like there is a conversation that needs to be had about that the effect the negative effect that post secondary can have on someone's mental health and even going further from that why something like, you know, say for substance abuse is so prevalent in uh college aged people cuz so many people it's a sort of relief yeah. So many people are are like are qualified as like like alcoholics and you know doing drugs and drinking every night just because it's like, you know what? I they just can't handle it. And I it's fair. I was doing the same. Like
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's you're totally right there. And I feel like I'm blessed in the point that my current program as much as it's still busy. I don't have, I think I only have like five, maybe six classes a Five's week. Five's
1: a good level.
0: Yeah. I think I think and, five,
1: five to six is perfect.
0: And I think that's like part some of these people's part-time though. Because I yeah. think one of my friends does part-time as well. Um for different reasons than like she can't handle it. She just has some like um regular appointments and things. So she downgraded it so she can also still work and do all those things and i'm pretty sure she still does like five courses on part-time yeah and that's insane
1: it's it's crazy it's i feel like at a certain point you just got to look at it and go like why not just make this course an extra year yeah why not just spread these classes out a little bit more so it's less of a less of a drain on your students like well-being
0: oh for sure because if you think about it, like if you have that like nine classes a week or whatever the case is, where's the time to do the work and still have downtime?
1: Yeah, where's the time to do the work? Where's the time to go, you know, work, you know, 15 hours a week at your at your job? You know, and where's eat- the time to go? Where's the time? Where's the time to eat, to sleep, to see your friends, you know, things that are important to maintaining like a healthy, uh, healthy brain?
0: You have completely blown my mind because I've never thought about this, but you were totally right.
1: Yeah. It's, it's
0: bad, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know what? I'm not in, we're not, I'm not in school anymore. I don't have to think about it.
0: This is true. I do a little bit, but you, you know. do
1: a little, one more but year. <laughs> it's one, one more year. And I mean, from what you've told me of your program, it's not too bad.
0: No, it's not too bad. It's like, I mean, it's kind of just the grind that we're already used to, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. Normal, normal newsroom grind. You know how it is? Yes. <laughs> I, I still don't know. It's, it it, it, was, it was wild to me that I like, I don't want to be like, oh, I flourished in journalism. But like, I, I did well. I did well in that program. I, I, I'm not uh, too proud to admit that, like, you know, or too humble to admit that, I mean uh and i was like terrible at english in high school (laughs) like i was like a i was like a b minus student
0: hey that's not even that bad though
1: no but like the rest of my i was like an a plus in all my other classes Mm, i just was i was like really bad at english and my parents were like you're really going into journalism (laughs) and then look at you
0: now (laughs) yeah
1: look at me now i'm I write music reviews, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so
1: I guess I still haven't, you know, figured it quite out.
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny. I mean, you have a job, and you're I have a, a job, full-time writer, and I think that's something to brag about.
1: Yeah, it's. I still can't get over it. To be quite <laughs> honest, I'm still I'm still so the crazy. Everyone asks me, like, what's the thing you like the most about the job? I love. I have a desk. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I have a desk, and I think that's the <laughs> that's the one thing that keeps throwing me off is like I have like my own space in in my job, where it's that like this would is...
0: definitely feel really good.
1: Yeah, and it's like so I've hung up some like art, and like I have a bunch of little things around my desk to help me with work and. It's my space,
0: you know what you should do, yeah, you should get a kinder egg, and whatever little character you get to build, just keep it on your desk. I think that'd be so fun,
1: I think that would be fun. I think I would also like inadvertently knock them all over. <laughs> I'm very clumsy,
0: I mean, that's fair. I feel like I would too, but I mean, it's still company for the day,
1: <laughs> true, true. I've got my little I've got my little spirited away poster. Uh, beside me so that's that's what keeps me company throughout the day
0: <laughs> that's fair <laughs> yeah
1: I got my little I got my little guys and my my little blorbos on my posters and stuff
0: <laughs> we're speaking as if we don't have co-workers <laughs> well
1: I... <laughs> yeah true <laughs> I'm like the youngest one of the office though <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true I mean yeah that is true I guess think... you are
1: I think Zoe's similar in age. to Like, I think she's close to age and me. Oh, yeah, but... I think she's
0: 22 or 23.
1: Okay, then, yeah, no, she isn't. So she's three years older than me. <laughs> Man,
0: <laughs> I'm I not mean, saying this is so a bad thing
1: either. I, lo- I love everyone in the office. It is just definitely like, oof.
0: <laughs> I mean, just think someday it will be the other way around.
1: Oh, uh, I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about getting okay, old. Okay, we
0: won't think about that.
1: <laughs> I won't think about getting old uh anyways thanks for coming on the first episode hosted by yours truly hopefully i get to host more um but based on what i've been saying this podcast i might get axed
0: (laughs) i don't think it was that bad (laughs) (laughs) anyway thanks for having me
1: anytime have a good one Hey, thank you for listening to another episode of the Intero Bank. As always, you can catch up with every episode on our website or wherever you get your podcasts. Pick up your copy of Intero Bank on newsstands now. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And be sure to subscribe to our newsletter to keep up with all things fanshawe. For the Intero Bank, I'm Ben Harrietha.
0: The Intero Bank podcast is brought to you by Simply Financial. Flex on your ex bank with up to $700 from Simply Financial. Visit simply.com today. Conditions apply.